Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studio in Alpharetta, it's time for Profit Sense with Bill McDermott. Good morning. Welcome to Profit Sense. This podcast dives into the stories behind some of Atlanta's successful businesses and business owners and the professionals that advise them. We help local business leaders get the word out about the important work they're doing to serve their market, their community, and their profession. I'm your host, Bill McDermott, and this show is presented by McDermott Financial Solutions. McDermott Financial helps business owners improve cash flow and profitability, find financing, break through barriers to expansion, and financially prepare to exit their businesses. We have three great guests on the show today. Uh, Dr. Brooke, Brooke Jones with Fresh Start for the Mind. Brooke, welcome. So glad to have you. Thanks for having me, Bill. Matt Childs with Childs and Company. Thanks, thanks, Bill. And Kristen Fraser with Canton Counseling. Welcome. So glad the three of you are here. Appreciate being invited. So, Brooke, I want to start with you. Uh, you and I have known each other for probably coming up about a year now. We were we were introduced by your banker, who I have a lot of respect for. Uh, and, but I really want to hear uh, a little bit about starting from the beginning. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about what prompted you to branch out on your own and open Fresh Start. Sure. Thank you. Um, in 2013, I decided to branch out on my own because I wanted more um, of a representation of who I was in the mental health field. Uh-huh. I didn't feel that there was that type of practice in the communities um, for mental health. And I wanted a practice that focused on the mind, the body and the spirit the values that I have for myself, the values that my family has. And um, in opening Fresh Start, this was in 2013, um, the mission was to have a practice that focused on mental health, but also invited wellness in the in the sense of um, physical health, nutrition, dietary concerns, um, spirituality and faith, and overall wellness for just not, you know, mental health treatment that we typically see sure. in our environment. Uh-huh. Well, and what a great practice it is. Now, I know uh, any business owner in starting business and running a business certainly has some hurdles from time to time. So uh, what have been some of your greatest hurdles along the way? Well, that's a great question because I am trained as a psychologist, not a business person. Uh-huh. And branching out on my own, I developed a lot of systems in the beginning that worked for me. And not foreseeing that Fresh Start would grow to what it is today, the systems that I created didn't necessarily work for a bigger business. Um, There were a lot of mistakes in the beginning, um, contracts that I got tied into because there was a fast-talking salesperson that made me believe that this was necessary for the company. Mm -hmm. um, And I just didn't have the business knowledge that I have today. So there were a lot of mistakes in the beginning, a lot of hurdles and contracts that I had to get out of um, because of those systems that were set that were set early on. And then also having a practice as large as Fresh Start is now, some of the systems that we use as far as billing and payroll, um, they didn't work for a bigger practice. It may have worked for one or two people, but not for a bigger practice. So we had to do a lot of changing throughout the years. So I can totally relate to that because having been a business owner myself, certainly a lot of mistakes I've made and, and other things that have, that have been challenging as well. Um, and so I know as a business owner and uh, a psychologist, uh, have you noticed any difficulties in wearing both hats? Probably the biggest <laughs> issue that I deal with uh-huh. because um, 
I am a psychologist. I'm meant to be a psychologist. That's what I love. That's yeah. my passion. And you're a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I do psych evaluations, which are also my passion. So that takes a great amount of work as far as doing full assessments. But being a business owner, there are always unforeseen issues that you have to deal with. So administrative issues, hiring, firing, um, the light could go out and you've got to be the one to make sure it's ready by tomorrow, sure, sure. <laughs> um, payroll issues and all of these things that I wasn't necessarily trained on that I had to grow and learn along the way. So developing, um, good teams around me. So having a great CFO on my team <laughs> has been great <laughs> developing a consultation group. And that's how Kristen and I are, um, have developed a great friendship through that with two other great psychologists that I know, you know, as well, sure. Dr. Gaynor and Dr. Rush. Uh-huh. Um, so we've had to learn how to be business women and create contracts and, you know, um, take time to review what's best for our employees, what's best for the companies and restructure websites. We've done a lot of work to become business owners and um, also to um, figure legal issues out as well. So there's been a lot of, of things that have gone on. And my husband also in 2015 left his career in IT to come on as the uh, co-owner payroll manager for Fresh Start. So even in him not being trained as a payroll manager, he's had Mm -hmm. to do a lot of learning along the way too. So it's been um, a whole new course that we don't necessarily get credit for, Uh but it's been great. Yeah. Well, and so uh, I want to go to the consultation group and in terms of uh, uh, sharing best practices to have uh, three other professionals uh, talk a little bit about that and how maybe you've shared best practices and things like that. Sure. Um, I think it's great to have consultation groups when you're developing a business because that's not only important for accountability, but it's great for developing new policies and we can bounce ideas off of one another and talk about what's worked, what's not worked with our practices. Um, even though we're all relatively in the same field, we have very diverse practices. So mm-hmm. bringing in new ideas and what's worked with one company has been really helpful that we can take on, you know, with the other companies. Um, and then also we all have our own cons- uh, people that we consult with too, that have offered advice that we are able to share with the others. So sure. Um, it's just a dynamic group. You know, we're really, um, we've grown a lot in our businesses since the beginning of our consultation group five years ago, maybe. Yeah. So it's been um, great to see all of our business grow to what it's been today. And we credit a lot to each other in our growth. Yeah. Together we're stronger. Absolutely. We? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I want to uh, go towards your accomplishments. I'm sure there are some things that you're really proud of that you've accomplished uh, both personally and professionally, but uh, maybe share a little bit about what you're most proud of in your company. Hands down, I would say the staff, because I do think that Fresh Start has top of the line psychologists, psychiatrists, dietitian, mm-hmm. um, our counselors and coaches, they're amazing. Sure. Our admin staff, the way that we explain it in Fresh Start is that we're it's a circle of life. We have to have great admin team that help the potential patients feel comfortable coming into the door, making that first phone call mm-hmm. and helping them to feel like this is the right next step for their life or for their sure. family or for their child. Um, so our administrative team does a great job of helping them feel comfortable and understanding insurance issues, things that us as providers don't necessarily do. 
and the administrative team has to also trust that the providers are going to do a great job and truly make a difference in the lives of the people who put their trust in our services. So we have great providers and um, we have great reputations in the community. I think our providers are top notch. They do a great job staying in their lane, uh-huh. not doing what they're not supposed to do. Sure. Um, providing great counsel, great um, mental health services in their field. And as a team, I think we're just um, a premier practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. So I want to go to some of the technical elements of uh, psychology, therapy, things like that. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what a psychological evaluation really is? Oh, sure. That's my passion. And as a psychologist, some psychologists have different specialties. My specialty is psychological evaluation, and there are two other three other psychologists on staff, and that's pretty much what we focus on. And psychological evaluations, it's a comprehensive look at a person. Mm-hmm. And I, in my opinion, the most comprehensive. So okay. with evaluations, not only do we take into consideration a person's experience and their background, their um, childhood, their parent relationships, uh, cultural experiences, ch- uh, school experiences, but all of those life experiences are understood and discussed in an evaluation. But What's more is how a person's brain processes information. Mm -hmm. We do cognitive assessment. So brain testing, figure out where your strengths and weaknesses are. Some people have, you know, strengths for verbal communication. Some have strengths for uh, memory skills and some weaknesses. So just understanding how a person's brain works not only helps explain academic issues, but it also explains how they may cope, how they may communicate or not communicate well. And sometimes those foundational issues help, um, you understand, you know, how that has an impact in academics, how you have an impact in your marriage relationships or with peer relationships. So it goes deeper than just understanding academics. So we do comprehensive testing that looks at cognitive functioning, brain functioning, academic functioning, um, nutrition issues. Sometimes a person can't focus because they're eating a ton of carbs all morning. Um, So it's great to understand all aspects of a person. If you can imagine a pie chart, the evaluation really helps to fill in the gaps or the uh, sections of a pie chart to say that these parts are the impact of your depression because of your life experiences and how the relationship you had with your mother or, you know, your experiences in school. But then there's also this um, brain issue that you process information slowly and the Mm -hmm. world didn't slow down Mm -hmm. for you. So Mm -hmm. just to educate a person on how their brain works, their vulnerabilities to depression and how the biologics have an impact there. So giving them that picture of them really empowers them to know what treatments are necessary. In some cases, it may be counseling or nutrition or to train their brain and, and, and really can become skilled in an area of weakness. So given a ton of recommendations, not just one-stop shop for a fix, it's, it's, uh, it's really powerful. So if I, was to, if I was to come in for an evaluation, so I'm, I'm a numbers nerd. Mm-hmm. I, I can really remember phone numbers really well. I don't know why. Um, I can add and subtract pretty fast in my head, but for the life of me, sometimes I can't remember where I left my wallet and my keys. I am horrible on details. So what, what part of my psych evaluation would that, would that hit? Well, when you do an evaluation, you want to look at all aspects of cognitive functioning, at least the higher functioning areas. So with memory, there's so many components of memory. Okay. So you may have a stellar you know, short-term memory or, you know, some parts of your memory are great. And then there may be aspects that are not so great. Right. So giving you tips and tools on how to build that skill would be one of the recommendations that we would discuss in the feedback session. Okay. And 
if it's having an impact on your life, you know, if it's just a weakness and it's like, hey, it's just something I don't do too well, but it doesn't have any bearing on how you feel, um, your relationships, then I would say, hey, keep jotting notes down, Bill. <laughs> right. So I'm sure my wife would say, I wish yeah. <laughs> he could know where his wallet and keys are. Yeah. So I'm just kidding. Well, I do um, joke that the world would be a much better place if everyone had a psyche valve. Because <laughs> we would know ourselves, you know, we would know what our weaknesses are. And a lot of people who may not feel intelligent you know, the evaluation can show that there are areas where you are sure. and that's where you thrive and that's yeah. where you kind of tap into, but where you're weaker, then we can give you great recommendations on how to either improve or to live knowing that that's a weakness for me. Sure. Sure. Well, I can, I can feel the passion coming out in the psych evaluations that you're discussing. So um, tell our audience a little bit about what other services uh, that Fresh Start provides and also, how can folks request services? Sure. So as I mentioned, I'm a psychologist and we have psychologists that do evaluations in all three of our locations. So we are in Swanee, Canton and Stockbridge. Mm -hmm. So we serve those areas in the surrounding areas. And we also have a psychiatrist on staff and she works in our Swanee office and she sees adults for um, mental health treatment. She does psychiatric assessments and also prescribes medication for those who need it. And she does um, a lot of therapeutic interventions as well. So giving um, her patients tips on what they can do between sessions. She's dynamic. We have a dietitian on staff who works in our Swanee office and also offers virtual um, appointments. And our dietitian works a lot with individuals who also have mental health issues. She's a registered dietitian okay. and she's um, aware of how anxiety is impacted by the body and what we eat and how ADHD symptoms can prevail. She's also aware of depression, weight management issues, eating disorder issues. So she works a lot with people who have mental health issues, but prefer a treatment um, from a more natural uh, standpoint. We have counselors and coaches on staff. Our counselors range in specialty from marriage counseling, um, couples counseling, um, adult women. We have child therapists, a registered play therapist on staff, and um, individuals who work solely with teenagers. So just depending on what the need is, we try to have a diverse enough group that we can meet the need for the referral. Sure. And our coaches usually do a more forward approach. And instead of counseling, they offer tips on um, next steps for college, if you're transitioning from childhood to adulthood and really need some direct focus on how to be more organized in college, or if you're an unbalanced woman, have so much going on, then getting tips on balancing life. So our coaches do a great job, um, not really focusing on the deep issues that may be present for childhood sure. type things, but just helping people get more balanced and organized and focused and working on some executive functioning organizational issues. Okay. So. We offer all of those services, and um, if people want to contact us, we are we have an intake coordinator who is happy to answer the phone. She does okay. a fabulous job of Great. helping you through the process, and maybe you don't know which service you want, so just kind of talking through what your need may be. And we can be reached at 404-808-1161, and from there you'll specify your location and what services are offered in each location. We are also online. Our website is freshstartmind.com. And we have a Facebook page, an Instagram page. So both of those are Fresh Start Mind. and I'm sorry, Fresh Start for the Mind. And then um, I'm on LinkedIn so people can follow my story if they want to. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Brooke Jones, thank you so much for being sure. on Profit Sense this morning. It was great to hear your story. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. And so Matt Childs, hey, Bill. owner of Childs & Company, welcome. Um, Matt, you and I uh, met recently at the Peachtree Corners Business Association. Uh, I think you recently relocated your uh, your office to uh, 
to Peachtree Corners. Yep. And uh, I think you have maybe lived in in that vicinity for uh, for a number of years. Uh, but I'd le- really like to hear a little bit more about your about your background. So tell our audience uh, uh, a little bit about uh, uh, Childs and Company, as well as a little bit more about your personal background. Uh, great. Well, I appreciate your having me here. I've been really looking forward to it. Um, my background is I grew up in Atlanta. I went to school at the University of Georgia. Um, I got Go an accounting docs. I got an accounting degree uh, there, and I immediately went to work for Arthur Anderson and Company, uh-huh. a big public accounting firm. Sure. Um, and while I was good at accounting, uh, what I really loved was business. I've always loved business. My father and my grandfather are both very entrepreneurial, owned their own companies. And what I wanted to do at Arthur Anderson was learn about business. Mm-hmm. So I gravitated towards the, the uh, privately held companies as opposed to the big companies like Delta Airlines or Georgia Pacific. And the reason I did that was because I wanted exposure to the owners of those businesses, the CEOs, the C-level executives, so I could learn business. Sure. And that worked out well. I learned a ton during that time. Um, I did that for about three years, and then I went to work for one of my clients. Um, it was a family business called Mitchell's Formal Wear. Oh, sure. Specialty retail chain. We, yeah. used to, we, rent tux- we rented tuxedos. So if you ever went to a prom or a wedding, you might have come to one of our locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there as the CFO. I was 25 years old. I was just thrown into having to learn a whole lot and ended up being there for almost 20 years, which I never would have dreamed would happen. But it was a great business, a great team. Um, Ultimately, myself and three other of the management team bought the company from the family. We did that about halfway through that 20-year run. And once we owned the company, we just continued to grow it. We developed it into a regional chain. Um, During the 1990s, we developed and executed on a strategy to consolidate our industry, which meant that we went out and started acquiring other regional chains throughout the country. Mm. So we got pretty big, and uh, that was a ton of work, a lot of fun. But probably the most satisfying thing about it was that we actually developed a plan, executed on it all the way through an exit strategy. And we ended up um, doing a recap with a private equity firm and then selling out to a public company in 2001. Okay. So it was a great run. I learned an unbelievable amount of stuff about business, not just finance. You know, it was all over. Sure. Um, and just really good experience. Wow. That sounds um, fantastic. Yeah. So obviously from there, uh, that led to uh, Childs and Company. Right. And so talk a little bit about uh, how and when – uh, you started Childs. Okay. Uh, well, we sold the company in 2001. Uh-huh. Um, I still, you know, had plenty to do, so I didn't want to retire. Sure. But I started a business consulting firm mm-hmm. at that time. And what I was doing with my business consulting firm was targeting owners and executives at small to medium-sized companies, doing helping them do exactly what we had done at Mitchell's Formal Wear, sure. develop a plan to grow the company, ultimately an exit strategy where they could monetize the value of their business. And um, that was a ton of fun too. I worked with some great businesses, some great business owners. Um, And what I found in doing that was that there was a real opportunity for a, an advisory firm that would serve business owners, not just from a financial standpoint, but helping business owners sort of integrate their personal um, and their business goals. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was gravitating towards. So I decided during that time that I was going to transition 
the business from a business consulting firm to a private wealth management firm. The other thing that was happening along the way was that these owners were started asking me questions about their personal finances, which I hadn't even been hired to do. You know, it was just kind of a natural evolution as they got to know me and they trusted me. And I developed a real interest in that. So I decided in the late 2000s to transition from a consulting business to a private wealth management business, which is what we do now. Okay. Gosh, what a great story. And I know there are a ton of financial advisory firms out there, but uh, uh, Childs & Company is a little bit different. It's special. Right. Yep. How do you differentiate uh, your firm from all the other financial advisory firms that are out there? Uh, great question. You know, our, our core services are financial planning and providing investment strategies and solutions for our clients. Mm-hmm. But that's what the other thousands of advisors all do. Sure. So there's no differentiation really there. Our focus is on business owners, supporting business owners, serving them. We do enough work to understand not just um, about their personal finances, but about their businesses. And because of my own business experience, I'm really able to help them in terms of business planning, exit strategy planning, um, all the kinds of things that really matter to business owners. Because you did that. Because we did it. And I've yet to meet another financial advisor who has ever actually run an operating company. Mm-hmm. It's just not normal. Yep. You know? So I had 20 years of running an operating company and try to use that experience now to help my clients. And it's great. That's what I love because I still love business. And so when my clients are contemplating different growth strategies or thinking about what, how they're going to exit, when they're going to exit, what their goals are, they talk to me. Sure. You know, we talk. And um, you know, fortunately, I have enough experience to be able to help them, mm-hmm. you know, make those big decisions. So at the core, while we're still providing financial planning and um, investment strategies, really our differentiator is the focus on the business owners and the value that we bring to them beyond what's normal out of a financial advisor. Sure. And I and I think I read recently and, and would love your comment on this. I think approximately there's 12 million closely held businesses that are owned by baby boomers. Wow. Uh, yeah. In the next two decades, I think 70% of those are going to change hands. So exit planning, uh, business right. transition is huge, and, and you've already kind of been through that. So maybe share a little bit of, of your perspective on, you know, what should business owners be thinking about or talking about with you Right. Uh, as they exit their business, because you've already done that. Well, I mean, it starts early. I mean, they have to have a plan that's mm-hmm. going to go out several years to prepare themselves for a successful exit. I mean, you don't often just decide that you're going to sell and do it quick and have a good conclusion. Right. So you need to have a plan that says, this is what I want my business to look like five years from now or 10 years from now. You know, everything from building out a management team to having very solid financials. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that need to be done on the front end to make yourself attractive to someone else who might acquire your firm. Sure. Um, One of the biggest things, obviously, that's a challenge for small firms is that it can't be totally dependent on the individual. That's hard. It's hard to get full value if the business is totally dependent on the owner. Sure. So we can help coach around that and also just help them think through what their options might be. Um, so there's no surprises along the way and they've got a plan and ultimately, hopefully that leads to a successful, um, exit. Sure. Sure. That's great information. So beyond financial planning and investment advice, how are you able to use your business to pursue 
personal and professional goals? Um, that's one of the things that I love the most about my business, obviously, uh-huh. and we've talked about this. We have, um, yeah. It's really an unbelievable opportunity to be able to use our my business as a platform to uh, serve my clients well beyond the core services um, and to serve the community. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we have an unbelievable clientele, successful business owners, retired business owners, other people that have been successful in life. And um, it's an opportunity to really kind of help them think through what does that look like uh, down the road. We talked about that. Uh, we've each read a book called Halftime. Sure. About 10 years ago, written by Bob Buford. Yeah, great um, book. It's a great book. And the subtitle is Moving from Success to Significance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, most people, start having those questions at some point in time. Sure. And I, I love engaging with clients and friends about around that, you know, what's your life going to look like in the second half? How are you going to move from success to significance? So it's a cool opportunity to use the platform that we have with our business as an opportunity to pour into people sure. on that. Um, and, you know, beyond that, uh, it goes to supporting our clients' charitable initiatives. I have mm-hmm. a real passion for figuring out what turns our clients on with regards to nonprofit activities. Sure and helping them support those charities, either financially or even getting involved as a volunteer or serving on their board of their nonprofits. There's lots of ways that we can do that. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, the business that we're in lends itself to being able to find opportunities to serve nonprofits in the community through my clients as well as through us. So we're always looking for ways to do that. And that's a real a real passion you yeah. know, for, my, for yeah. me. Yeah, I can see that. It's really coming through. So talking a little bit about the future for Child's Company, what do you see in the company's future? Um, you know, it's more of the same for the most part. Uh, one of the things that when I read the book Halftime, um, it, it encourages you to develop a personal mission statement. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about this. And mm-hmm. so I did that. And I know this sounds kind of corny. But my personal mission statement is to provide love, encouragement, and wisdom to family, friends, and all business contacts. Wow, that's awesome. And now, I'm not saying that I execute on that perfectly, because <laughs> I don't. But what I do love about that mission statement is that it applies to every area of my life. Sure. It applies to my business. It applies to my family. It applies to my friends, my outside interests, whether it be golf, working out, anything. I can always wake up every day. And no, that's my mission. And it, it, it helps me to sort of, I don't have to compartmentalize businesses over here, families over there. It's, it's, I've got the same goals. And that just helps me, it gives me a lot of peace to sure. know that that's my objective and my mission and just to go out and do. So that's my primary mission in the next 10, 20 years. Um, but beyond that, you know, more tactically, I guess, you know, we just moved to Peachtree Corners. Mm-hmm. We have an office now in Technology Park. We're very excited. We've been in Buckhead for about 10 years. Okay. Very excited about getting engaged in that community, meeting people there, helping support the nonprofits that serve that community. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we, I, we just promoted um, my colleague, Andrew Henry, to become a partner in the firm. Oh, wonderful. He's the first partner in the firm besides me. So uh-huh. that's a big step for us. Um, Andrew's been with me for about six years, mm-hmm. and he's – phenomenal young man. He's got very similar values than I have. Yeah. He's become a trusted advisor to a lot of clients. Yeah. He's doing great. I've met Andrew. He's a great um, guy. Yeah. 
super guy. And, you know, for me, it's great to have a guy who's 30 something as a partner because he's, you know, he's knowing people in their 30s and 40s that I might not know that are the future clients for, mm-hmm. our, for our business. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and, you know, just continuing to grow the business. Sure. I mean, we have a great business now, but we're focused on growth and uh, we're just going to keep on doing that. Well, and I'm hearing a lot of your mission statement being played out. I'm I'm hearing you talk about your move from success to significance and how you are uh, uh, living that out, not only today, but also in the future of Child's Company. Thanks. Um, yeah. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, what is the best way for them to do that? Um, just It definitely would be to go to our website, childscompany.com. And our contact information is there. They can, you know, read all about, you know, who we are, what we do. And if they think there's a good fit, our contact information is there. Reach out to us, call us, or shoot us an email, and uh, we'll be in touch. Very good. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Oh, thanks. Thanks for asking me. Great hearing your story. Thank you. And Kristen Fraser, Canton Counseling, so glad for you to be on Profit Sense today. Thank you, sir. I... uh I have heard some great things about you from uh, uh, from Brooke and the practice that you've bit, built and also uh, uh, coming up on 10 years in business. So yes. congratulations. Thank That's you. quite a milestone. Thank you very much. So what, you know, I always want to know the what. So what made you want to start uh, your own mental health practice? Okay. Well, I had been a school counselor for seven years, and I think that as much as I loved that platform and loved the opportunity it gave me to do uh, grow as a clinician, um, I felt limited. You know, mm-hmm. there were systems and families and couple work, couples work that I wanted to be able to do to that could better expand on just meeting the needs of these individual kids at the school system, which it's not therapy. It's kind of Band-Aid therapy. Sure. It's get them back into the classroom help them with different dynamics academically. So I always had that yearning to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was also about wanting to create a community resource, you know, okay. a place where everybody, regardless of any of the things that they felt would be inhibitors to get the treatment or get the care or, or have somebody invest in them and help them, that that's where they could go. And so for me, um, being a community member in Cherokee County, uh, I just decided that when I opened that practice that I would start it off with a name that would envelop the community. And so that's why I went with Canton Counseling. And mm-hmm. um, friends would kind of joke with me because I'd be in an office all by myself saying things like, we at Canton Counseling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just decided that from the beginning, I wanted a, a comprehensive mental health practice that could meet the needs of many different clients. Sure, sure. And so I want to shift now maybe a, a, a question um, as far as which do you like better? Hmm. Would you rather be a therapist or a business owner or maybe a little bit of both? For me, it is the best of both worlds. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur by heart and spirit, uh-huh. and I've always been a helper. Um, I I love investing in people's stories. I love investing in who people want to be. Um, that's such a passion and such a connective part of who I am authentically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then with that, I have this tenacity to grow a business or to do things that are entrepreneurial in spirit. And so- sure. Uh, f- 
for me, this has just been the best journey. Um, the fact that I get to do both um, just makes me smitten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love to do the business work. I love to be able to, um, I see myself more on the business role as a quality control person mm -hmm. because all of my therapists are so amazing. My staff is just top notch. And so I'm there just to kind of help things along the way. Sure. Um, I think like any business uh, owner or person that owns their own you start through those first couple of years creating all of the wheels and you're developing all the protocols. And then when you get to this place, it's kind of that sweet spot where you can kind of just watch things uh, play out. Um, my therapists do amazing work. And so to hear the feedback from the community, um, to know that my admin staff takes care of everybody that walks in that door. Um, there's just a sense of peace that uh, an accomplishment, like we're, we're doing it. We're, sure. We're, we're giving back to the community um, and we're there for them. Sure. Sure. Well, I can recall a time in my life, I've got to go back 10 or 12 years ago, but uh, uh, unfortunately my dad died suddenly with cancer. Uh, and uh, so grieving that loss and also being in a, uh, high pressure uh, startup bank situation where I was trying to uh, uh, grow professionally, uh, dealing with the emotion of, of those two events in my life kind of all happening at once. Uh, I needed the help of a therapist. Absolutely. I needed to have someone to talk to. And so um, there are many of us who are going through difficult times who are looking for, for healing and, and wholeness and, and restoration. So I know at the right time, uh, uh, I was able to get get help through a therapist Excellent. myself. So, uh, and we all have those challenges. There, you know, whether it's grief or different transitions, um, just getting stuck in our own stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's our family stuff or whether it's our current relationships or just getting in our own way. Yep. Um, and so to be able to just have a safe space where you can go and you can dump it and you can sift through it and no one has to know and then you get to leave right. and work on being your best self. Um, and it's an honor. I know all of our therapists feel that it's to be able to be part of that journey. Um, it just it's where our passion is. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see the passion on your face, even though our audience can't. So <laughs> uh, I want to switch a little bit from uh, the therapy side and uh, uh, talk about being a business owner. So for you, what has been the hardest part of being a business owner? Well, you know, there's that that saying kind of it's lonely on top. <laughs> and I think when you're a business owner, there's a certain responsibility that sure. um, that you're the one that is the, the, the go-to person for all things. And so, you know, whether it's the accountability for creating the different systems and how they're going to be utilized, um, whether it's the responsibility that, um, you know, I provide incomes for people's households, yeah. you know, and so to make sure that the business is always running the best it can and, and to be able to have the staff there that can support the growth, that can be able to support the needs of our community, um, you know, like Brooke had mentioned earlier, to be able to have those consultation groups, to have that collaboration opportunity, to be able to know that there are other resources that, you know, again, very similar as I, I was trained in the mental health field, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I have that entrepreneur tenacity, but yet 
the the development of those skills was homegrown. It was sure. there was a lot of YouTube University at times <laughs> on you know how to how to do certain things or at least how to find out the resources. Mm-hmm. So you know I think being able to kind of understand that um, even though you're that sole person um, to be as resourceful as you can mm-hmm. and to be able to kind of have your crew right your sure. your support staff that sure. helps you get through those things. But I think that's for me, the the biggest is I hold a lot of responsibility to to do right by my community and to do right by my staff. Yeah, yeah. Well, ten years in business, you're obviously doing something right. For Thank sure. you. Thank you. So, uh, over the ten year period of time, uh, as you kind of reflect, what has helped Canton Counseling really grow and prosper over that time? Thanks. That's a great question. You know, I think hands down, we have grown very organically mm-hmm. and very authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, uh, there have been times where it's been kind of a slow growing process where um, as the need became greater, um, I felt like there would be times where I'd put the energy out in the world, like, hey, I feel like might, we might need another therapist. And I would get a phone call or I would get an email inquiring about if I was hiring. Um, I've been lucky enough to never had to put an ad out for a therapist. They have just kind of migrated my way through other people or, you know, knowing uh, other mental health professionals. Um, So I feel like every time there was a need, Mm -hmm. there was this natural unfolding that just happened. Um, And it was funny, it was about two years in to the practice and I was renting space. And as I'm leaving, I I see a a sign that says for sale on commercial property. And, you know, I, I think, well, what does... I could maybe do that. And so <laughs> in 2012, we acquired our first commercial property. Wow. Um, Good for you. And, and part of that allowed us the next couple growth opportunities. We uh-huh. have now expanded into three other office spaces. And so we're a much larger practice than we were when I was uh, started in 2010 with two offices all by myself calling we and me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um but it's all just happened very naturally. And I think for us, it's been the right pace. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I feel like I've, my my mental mantra has always wanted it to feel like a safe, very comfortable, um, nurturing space. And so although we're a larger practice, we're a very intimate practice. Mm-hmm. Um, the, my best compliment came from a little boy that said, do you live here? And I said, nobody, why? And he said, because it just feels like a house. And I thought, awesome. That's wow. exactly what I want. I want the comforts of our own home. I want right. that safety. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, that's watching us grow has been really, really fun. Sure, sure. What a great, what a great compliment from that, uh, right? from that boy. So talk a little bit about the services that uh, Canton Counseling offers for our listening audience. Absolutely. So we are a traditional talk therapy practice. Mm -hmm. Um, We have therapists that meet with um, couples. We we meet with adolescents, children, families. So there really isn't a therapy that we don't do. We don't have as many group counseling opportunities because we've really understood that individual counseling is where our our threshold of best practices is. Um, We have therapists that specialize in different areas, such as grief, Um, We have several counselors that specialize in couples work. Um, We have trauma-focused therapists, um, eating disorders, addiction, 
Um, and then we're all kind of general practitioners of mental health. So I think every one of our clini- clinical staff comes from that framework of understanding mood disorders such as anxiety, depression, bipolar. Um, and so we work with with all of those individuals as well as their systems. You know, so oftentimes, for example, when you're working with a child or an adolescent, you're also worth working with their family. You know, mm-hmm. you're helping giving guidance to those parents to to enhance what the, the children are learning. And then for couples, you know, sometimes we have people that bring in their kids and we go, we think you're better off doing some couples work, you know, <laughs> because we can give you the supports to do this by yourself. Sure. Um, so it's just nice to, to be able to, again, offer our community lots of different resources based on where they are, mm-hmm. what they need. Um, and very similar to uh, Brooks practice, we have a great admin staff so that when you initially call in, we have a client care coordinator, that that's all her job is, is just to take in new coming clients, to be able to answer the questions, be able to kind of help them understand, um, you know, what they need, mm-hmm. who might be the best fit for them, um, how to utilize their insurance or, or find counseling that can be affordable to them and their budget, Um and, and and that just helps ease some of that transition to we know that oftentimes people picking up the phone for the first time to make that call to get help uh, can be very nerve wracking. Sure. Right. It can be very intimidating. It can be very overwhelming. Um, so that's why we have the client care coordinator that answers that phone that just kind of takes them from there. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the like, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> so if someone in our listening audience wants to reach out to that client care coordinator, how do they, how do they reach that person? Great. So we have a webpage, which is www.cantoncounseling.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that has all of our information. It also has all of the bio bios about our therapists. So people can kind of get an idea of different, maybe persons that they might want to gravitate to in terms of those therapists. Um, and there's a bunch of links and information that they can kind of travel through, which sometimes is the easiest. Um, but then they can also reach us at info at cantoncounseling.com. Um, both of our admin staff monitor that um, email very closely, or they're welcome to call the office. And the phone number for the office is 678-880-4645. And, uh, and our voicemail system will walk you through on who's the, who's the person that you can kind of talk with. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for sharing your story and coming on Profit Sense. It's been great to have you. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate the time. And Matt, Childs and Company, thank you so much for your thank views you. on financial planning. And and uh, Brooke, thank you so much for uh, for your insights and what you're doing at Fresh Start for the Mind. So glad to have all thank three you. of you. So in closing... If you want to keep up with the latest in pro-business news, follow us on social media for the latest stories. If you want to listen to future ProfitSense broadcasts, you can find us on ProfitSenseRadio.com. This is ProfitSense with Bill McDermott signing off. Make it a great day.